Back Pocket, a podcast by Jake and Dylan. Three, two, one, clap. I'd say pretty solid. Good enough. Yeah, Sabrina is a natural. We're live. I practiced all day for this. The podcast that almost wasn't going to happen. Because it was taking too because long. Because I am a piece of shit. I'll admit it. I said we used to be. But we're here now. We're here, and we have Sabrina. Sabrina, say hi. Hello. Thanks for having me, guys. Long-time listener. First-time guest. First-time long-time. Long-time listener. How long? <laughs> <laughs> Since um, she heard she would be on. No, that's a lie. Um... <laughs> Probably since, like, the first time Jake talked about it when I moved up here. I knew he did it, but then I never listened, and I'm like, well, I should probably be a good friend. <laughs> I was aware my, of my it, but he is... just kept talking about it so much. And it was it's so just, like, annoying, annoying me. I will, I will say this, uh, buyer beware. It's funny when, <clears throat> like, our friends, every now and then you'll get someone that, like, you know, they'll they'll – like show you that they listened or like tell you about something like oh yeah i listened to the last episode but they always pick something from like the first you know 30 seconds oh, yeah. and it's like <laughs> i know what you're doing you listen to a minute and you're like oh, okay now i can just like check that you know check box and yeah just checking boxes and like proving that they're a good <laughs> a good friend but like not necessarily listening to the whole thing through i always listen but, to the music ones for sure and then i have to mm, catch up we haven't ones. had one in a while i think there are definitely people who just like the music just like the normal ones so we're people maybe pleasers you, through and through. Maybe you should change your scope. I like I like having the both because I don't want to do a music one every week. As like yeah, that, true. I think that would be fun, but it's also really nice to have both. You know, so mm-hmm. little spice of life. But hey, enough about us. Who gives a shit about us? We're not here for me and Dylan. We're here for Sabrina. Um, Sabrina, we're here for you. <laughs> go check out her Instagram. Oh, She's yeah. a really good music photographer. She does concert photography and she kills it. Wait, 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 Thank wait, you. wait. wait. <laughs> yeah, Dylan, oh, yeah, like we just we yeah. just met. Yeah, we just I met, met like via five <laughs> pre-show chat. I I goofed and thought that you were from Jake's acting class. Which you know, why would Jake hang out with anyone from his acting class and invite them <laughs> on? <laughs> yeah, if your acting class listened to this because that'd be pretty bad. Mm. Mm, maybe. No. Why would it be? That'd be bad. Why would it be bad? I don't know because you're bashing them right now. <laughs> Bash, not legitimately bashing them. They know it's a joke. Jesus, but these people. All right, we're gonna. But <laughs> cutting that shit out. Jeez. <laughs> so there's, you're a music or concert photographer. Yeah, I started in April of last year because, like, I was always into photography and like that's always been one of my prime hobbies, but. I stopped doing it after I graduated college because I didn't have, like, any extracurriculars to do that. And then pandemic hit, didn't do anything outside. So didn't pick up my camera for, like, two years, which is kind of depressing considering how much I spend on it. I've been there. So, yeah. Um, so wait, I just wait, wait, wait. Of, how much you spend on it? Like a on monthly my, fee on no, your no, no, camera? No. Or? Okay, well, all of the, the gear monthly. that I've been... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, this is... New. I, haven't, I haven't been in the camera. I'm locked camera into a pretty so crazy lease right now on this yeah. camera. It's, like, 900 a month. <laughs> That would be pretty accurate. No, I'm just talking about like all of the gear and lenses and stuff that I've spent on it. 
which is not cheap. Unfortunately, I picked easy. a very yeah, I picked a very it's, expensive hobby. It's easy to fall down the rabbit hole of like, ooh, I want this kind of lens, or maybe this one too. And, next this thing one. You know, and then you like yeah. follow people on Instagram, and they're like, I use this lens, and I'm like, well, maybe I should get that one too. <laughs> That'll make me good at this, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's probably like two hundred dollars. It's like a thousand dollars for one. <laughs> yeah, it's just the fucking arms race of being a photographer. Seriously, yeah, just got to keep up. Jake just bought a new camera. Uh, I actually got one for free for my stepdad. So wait for free for free or a gift as a gift. He just gave it to me. So I was going to get, I was going to get a new one and then I mentioned it to him and he said, Oh, I have that one. You should use it. And I was like, that sounds awesome. And then he couldn't find it, but he found the model previous to that and said, I'm not going to use this anymore. It's yours a great deal every time i ask my dad if i can take a lens from him he's like yeah i can lease it to you so basically (laughs) this shit ain't cheap for a one-time fee of he's like yeah you can buy it for this much but then like plus interest i'm like i don't need it that bad god damn dad all right my dad has a good taste too do you want to you want to plug your instagram if yeah you can follow me at sabrina poi p-o-e-i Fuck yeah! She, you today? take you take really good shit. I'm thank you. I'm always very impressed by your shots. Thank you, Dylan. I can't I can't wait to see him for what it's worth. <laughs> expect to follow. Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> you can expect to follow from me for what it's worth. You'll hear from me on Instagram. <laughs> so now we're at that point. We've talked. We've gotten to know each other a little. A little. But now, how about we get to know about you a little more? Does that sound good? That sounds great. Yeah. Um, we're just going to... You mentioned your dad has uh, expensive taste. Yeah, everyone in my family has expensive taste. So, like, when it comes to getting Christmas gifts, I'm like, I can't afford any of us. <laughs> but did that taste Bad in child. music? That taste in music. Surprisingly, <laughs> I don't know where I got, like my music interest from i mean i because you you saw these questions right i did see these questions yeah and jake has talked about it a lot for i guess just to give some context we'll start things off by yeah where did where did everything start for you for music was it and maybe it wasn't was it a family member a sibling a friend where was was there someone in your life who was like hey check this out and then that you know sparked the the interest and joy um i grew up playing a lot of instruments so i think that is where the music love started but like in terms of like listening to certain artists i don't think that really started until middle school mm. slash high school ish pretty I normal think like, yeah to really start getting into stuff i think like the catalyst of it was probably in like 2011 to 2014 where it was like the prime era of tumblr and i discovered like sweater weather for the first time i'm like oh i'm so edgy for listening to this i was about to say i'm really <laughs> excited to hear what the what, what were some of those those bands that started it or like the genres was it just sad emo music or if you're getting it from tumblr no it was like it was stuff that i was like oh yeah i totally relate to this as like i'm 12 years old and have like zero life experience mm-hmm. um i think like the first couple of bands my first concert was young the giant so i was like really into like alternative indie ish kind of music young at first the giant. you've definitely heard young the giant you, oh, before dylan yeah, whether or not you give me give me like a song or two, something, <clears throat> something that's gonna get like a little copyright strike. My body is a big song of theirs. Oh yeah, cough syrup. Yeah. Yeah. What is it was... called? Um, agoraphobia or agora agoraphobia? I can't remember. 
If that's what I think you're thinking of Melophobia, which is Cage the Elephant. No, 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 no. No, there's a. I'm positive that it's Young the Giant. Unless no, I'm no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get down to the bottom of this. Also, yeah. Jake, right now your hair looks very nice. You kind of look like a uh, like Joe Burrow. Oh yeah. That yeah, after like, And Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is getting like a ton of love right now. Every time I go on like Snapchat on the little you know like Explorer Stories thing, there's always one about like. Joe Burrow's girlfriend and like all these people sliding into his DMs. Oh yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that on TikTok where girls are like, "Oh yeah, he never posts about his girlfriend, so that must suck for her." I was thinking of a different band, so what were you thinking of? I was thinking of this band called Bare Hands. Young the Giant Bare Hands. (laughs) (laughs) Very similar. Uh, Mind over matter. Young the Giant Bare Hands. Yeah, I mean they were. I mean I haven't listened to them recently, but like in that 2012 era, that was. That was their time. Really good. That was the time. That was like when I, oh, the first time I figured out or I listened to Feels Like We're Only Going Backwards was on Tumblr. And I'm like, no one Whoa. knows what this is. Whoa. Whoa. Slow down there. And what's that band called? It's Tim and Paula. They're pretty underground. Okay. But no, you never heard of it? Just kidding. We had someone do a Tim and Paula album on this. So. In which I found out about them then. So, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that episode. Yeah, no, first time I actually heard them was uh, that episode. Crazy. But they've they've blown up since then. They've yeah. gotten really big since then. So good for them. I don't know if that was the catalyst, but probably not. Say? So Young the Giant, were there were there any other um, those the, first bands? The Neighborhood, um, Arctic Monkeys, Last Shadow Puppets. Whoa. Cage now the that's Elephant. a deep cut. That is a for anyone cut. who, if you think you're an Arctic Monkeys fan and you've never listened to the Last Shadow Puppets, get the fuck out of here. Apparently, they're banned from Coachella because they made out on stage. Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but I read that somewhere. Dope. <laughs> because they made out on stage. I don't know if this was just an internet rumor or something, but I remember reading a Tumblr, like, Tumblr rumor, Tumblr rumor. Yeah, <laughs> great source of news. Um, apparently, like yeah, Alex Turner and Miles Kane made out on stage and. Someone in the Coachella higher ups did not like that, and so apparently they're banned. Well, that is two men making out. That is uh, not suitable for a music festival like Coachella. So I know what I can't believe they would do that. <laughs> no performers of ours. <laughs> of all places, you would think that they would be like, "Yeah, cool." But I mean, they're kind of Coachella's kind of run by an evil corporation. So yeah, but we love Golden Boys, though. <laughs> you specifically, eh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What about like earlier before, say like twelve year old sweater weather? Um, like anything early on, like like that you were say not like actively listening to, but just you know in the car and like just yeah a passive listener and being influenced, you know, not really realizing it. Um, my dad was really into the Eagle, or still is into the Eagles, so that was playing a lot. Yes, um, Eagles live edition. That's like my dad's. My dad does not listen to Hotel California unless it's like the live oh the version. live version. Yeah, my dad has like the first pressing of the Eagles album. I forget which one now, but it's the one that has "Take It Easy" and all of those songs on it. And I wanted to take mm-hmm. it, and he wouldn't let me because he's like that goes for a lot of money now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that from my dad, he really liked the Bee Gees too. My parents were like in that 70s, 80s generation. You know, Jake's so, been talking about the Bee Gees a lot lately. Really? <laughs> I, you want to talk about if, that? I, I really don't have much to talk about. I, I listened to their first album recently for the first time and I was like, whoa, they're, they're, they're more than just staying alive. 
yeah, shockingly, and the yeah. more than a woman which, SG Lewis remix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which s- someone sent me a photo of like their CPR training, and in the course they no longer use "Stand Alive" as you know the song to like as the Office you know. episode dictates. What did they tell you? Well, now? I. I uh, I guess it's something by Miley Cyrus, but I didn't know what song it was either. There's which... always gonna be a <laughs> Yeah, always gonna. But it, it was something else. Like I don't know. It was like butterfly, whatever it was. I had never heard it, and so Butterflies I was like, I don't know. That feels sky. like feels like quite an aggressive like shift to take a song that like no one's really heard, or like a very like small population has heard. I feel like they probably did that to relate to our generation. Yeah, That's yeah probably yeah, learning how to get CPR certified because I saw another one that was. You could do it to somebody else by the 1975. And I'm like, I feel like that's really slow. <laughs> you know, Maybe. CPR has been in, you know, the dark ages for a while now. We're bringing it to the modern times. It's hip. It's woke. It listens to Miley Cyrus yeah. in the 1975. I'm, I'm imagining it's like when you download a new app and like the first thing you do is like pick your interests, right? And then <laughs> now it's like tailored to whatever your interests are. Like pick your favorite artist. And then all of a sudden it's like, I right, here's a CPR song for you. Probably not a bad way to do it if you want people to actually learn. Write that down. That's not bad, dude. Not bad. Not bad, not bad, not bad. So then later on in like high school, what was as like things were blossoming out, what were some of the some of those some of those groups that stick out in your mind? After high school? Maybe, yeah. Um, After high school, college. College, I I really like late high school college. I remember the first year of college was the first year I actually had Spotify Premium, and so like that's when I started going into a deep, deep dive into Spotify, and I relied solely on Discover Weekly, which was really good back then. And now I don't know what's on it anymore. It's you know it has it's fine. I have I have a theory that the more that you use it, the worse your Discover Weekly is. And so if you take a pause in between like your listening minutes or listening days, whatever, then it gets better. But sometimes I'll get songs on it that I, I had saved in my library already. <laughs> I would, I think I would actually believe that because like, I think there is some validity in that because they're maybe suggesting new stuff for you. So by taking like those new departures, you're going further away from your core music. And then they're yeah. like, oh, you like that? You're going to like this, too. It's like, I don't, this is dog shit. No, I don't, I don't want who this. I am anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Discover Weekly is turning me into someone else. I think, like, the lowest point is when I get on Discover Weekly and it's a song that's really popular on TikTok. And I'm like, this surely cannot be my taste. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a garbage person. I'm a garbage person with zero interest. But, um, yeah, freshman year, I was really relying solely on that. Um, I think, yeah, I listened to a lot of Alt-J freshman year of college. Yeah. Yeah, which they're going on their 10-year anniversary for an awesome way. So check that yeah. out. Um, a lot of Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Nice. Yeah. I think, like, senior year of high school was um, Group Love, Two-Door Cinema Club, Tame Impala, like the really early Tame Impala, which, again, pretty underground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listened to Inner Speaker. Don't I can't say I ever listened to any group love outside of the the one song that everyone knows i think uh, that was also the one song yeah i think that was the one song i had on my playlist and i was like no one else knows this like it's such a summer song like i'm gonna relate to this so hard (laughs) what song is this tongue-tied tongue-tied take me to your best friend's house oh yeah okay yeah oh yeah 
I remember like my friends and I would play that driving down PCH and we're like, we are living like such a teen movie right now. We're going to be young forever. My life is a movie. Yeah. Where where in Southern California are you from? I'm from San Clemente, which is in Orange County. San Clemente. Uh Oh, I've been through San Clemente. Usually when I, I, I stopped saying I'm from San Clemente ever since I hit college because no one had any idea where it was. So. I'm just glad hearing you say it because for the longest time I've said San Clemente. <laughs> there are people that, both. yeah, you can say both. There are people. I mean, that if you say it, if you say it like technically accurately, it would be Clemente. Yeah. Well, well, fuck me. I've been saying it right the entire time. <laughs> Maybe so. I'm saying it wrong. Damn. Yeah. Way to just roast our guest, Dylan. Holy shit. Yeah. We just met. Well, she lives in the Bay now, so she can say whatever the fuck she wants. San Francisco. <laughs> Cool. Well, that covers that. So now we now we're getting to feel what you are, what you were, actually where you came from. Now we want to know who you are today. So five songs that you're just fucking burning out left and right. (laughs) Yeah. Right now. What's some of the songs or some of the some of the groups that you're you're really you're really pumping numbers for? Right now, let's see. I've been listening to a lot of Magic City Hippies. I saw Noah Khan in November, and he was absolutely insane. So I've been listening to him a lot. You should also check him out in concert if you can. Never even heard of him. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm over <laughs> two on these. That's, okay, that's really weird to me because like his. I remember looking at resale tickets for him, and they were like seven hundred dollars for the show that I ended up working. Whoa. And then like my friends were trying to like get tickets to it and like fighting for their life on Ticketmaster. And then like I, I'll say his name to people and they're like i have no idea who that is so i'm really confused by his popularity i just looked him up on spotify is 8.5 million monthly listeners so he's fucking huge let me see let me see the photo let's see let's see what he looks like okay how old do you think he is Dylan? just based off of that photo i would guess like 29 okay that was better than my guess (laughs) i would guess 35 like he looks like old yeah, I thought he was 35, and then, like, a couple weeks ago, I found out he was 26, and I'm like, I have no perception of anyone. He's so our just, age? Yeah. He looks like a I think like it's Nicolas the Cage in... Yeah, he looks like a Nicolas Cage meets Bradley Cooper, like, long hair, grizzled. <laughs> long hair and a beard really does a lot, too. It really does. Man. Yeah, but cool. he's been I'll in my rotation, Blood Orange. Yeah. Um, Smino's new album, great. Yeah. So uh, Mac Ayers. Trying to think who else. Yeah, you said something Gap. earlier that. What did I say? Wait, wait, who? 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 Huh? What? what? Who was the last one? <laughs> Don't Water Cap. Outside yeah. Mars. That's in my recents. Jake didn't want to see him at Outside Lands with me because he's like, I know one song. Yeah, I know like one or two songs by him. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so you said something earlier about like working a show. Yeah. What's like your, how often are you working a show and then going to one for pleasure, business versus pleasure? I mean, I, it depends. Sometimes I'll go to like, it ranges from anywhere from one to four shows a week, but I only really work shows that I'm interested in seeing or like I'll know of the artists, but haven't really fully listened to them. So I feel like a lot of the experience is like going to a show and being like, wow, they're really good. I should add them to my rotation. But I think like I didn't realize it was that much. Four shows. That's awesome. Yeah, I just went to one last night. Just <clears throat> fun. Damn. If Who only was it? do tell. If only there was a a company or website that I could sign up to, who reached out to photographers in in the local area, and hired for shows. And I didn't I get can... rejected from them. That'd be really cool. 
trying. No, I'm just giving you shit. Dylan, I she yeah. she sent me this. Is that are they the people you work with, or is, was it just? Yeah, okay. they're they're a publication that I work for, and they were um, they opened up an application for photographers. So I was like, Jake, you should apply. And then I and did, then, and then they were did. like, "Thanks for applying, everyone. We got so many applications. We'll get back to you by the end of the week." And I was like, "Cool, there's still hope." And then they did. They're like, "We're sorry." <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> I'm so close. We're sorry. Your photo of Half Dome isn't gonna cut yeah. it, kid. I sent them. I, I have such limited, you know, like event photos that I was like, well, "This is a this is a stretch," but we'll see. Yeah. Well, but one day. I, one day. I keep like scouring for Jake, so he can do this for Jake. For Jake, yeah. He doesn't do anything for himself. Lazy bum. Yeah, it makes me do it for him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, keep working at it, all right? I need to see some results. Yep. Anytime. <laughs> on it. Well, cool. That's some good uh, some good recommendations. I'll definitely check out Noah Kahan. Yeah, he's very... I can't wait. He's, I guess, like more folk music, so like early Mumford & Sons yeah. kind of vibe. Which all isn't like what I normally listen to, but... It's been hitting in these cold months. Mumford and Sons, <clears throat> first album, amazing. Oh, incredible! Second album, huge letdown. Second album was still good. It was just the same album. It was copy and paste. Okay, I think. Jake, so not Jake not to, to say on albums. Not to say that. it was a bad album, but I was like, this is just listening to the first one over again. I want. Have you listened to Marcus more Mumford's like self-titled album? No, I haven't. It's good. All right. It's got like it's got Clara on it, Phoebe Bridgers. I like um, those people. Yeah, pretty good features. I know some of these names. I will listen to that wonderful mustachioed man. Cool, nice, nice. sick Rex. Give... Anytime, I'm your Discover Weekly now. <laughs> Discover you know what's interesting <laughs> is that we've gotten this far, and somehow I don't think that Glass Animals has been brought up. Once. I was trying to refrain from bringing them up because I felt like the rest of the episode was going to be about them. That's uh, fair. That's actually a really good point. You're not wrong. Where did they fall had... into... When did you start listening to the Glass Animals? I remember I listened... I think it was either Black Mambo or Gooey was on the radio on 97.1 Amp Radio. Whoa. Um, and I listened to that for the first time and I'm like, wow, I'm so cool for listening to this. but no one else knows it. And then like... I remember in high school, there was a period, I don't know if it was just like specifically my high school, but everyone had that one line peanut butter vibes in their Instagram bio for months. Good God. Ugh, I still don't know what Clement, that means. It was different. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know the sub headliners in Coachella, you weren't cool in my high school. Like, yeah. I, I always felt that way. Like that just being on the, uh, what is it? Like the Coachella list. And just like whatever size font you were is like the best way to, you know, like get, you know, <laughs> yeah. random kids at these high schools to listen because anyone that wants to go to Coachella wants to also then like find someone yeah. you know, obscure to listen to. And so. Which it's so weird now, like having adult money and knowing how much that costs. I don't understand how people at my high school went to that every single year. Oh, I think, I think it's called uh rich parents. Daddy and- yeah. Yeah. My parents would never, <laughs> they'd be like, okay. I want to, I want to say rich parents. Yeah. <laughs> One of these years, I'll go. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be this year. <laughs> when I heard "Gooey" for the first time, I was just like, "What is this? What is this amazing song?" Yeah, I remember last year when they got nominated for a Grammy for Best New Artist. Like a bunch of my friends were like, did "I feel really? gaslit." Yeah, they did because of Heat Waves, 
And like all my friends were like, I feel like I'm being gaslit by the Grammys because like we knew <laughs> Gooey in like 20. You've never heard of or whatever. Yeah, the Grammys, I remember seeing, I've seen, I've definitely seen some like best new artist nominations before and I was like, no. Yeah. Not, like, not even. Glass oh. Animals though, that's, that's very insulting because like had to be a human being, which is the amazing album we're going to talk about. It wasn't like, Great like album. It, it was, it was low key big, like people listened to it. Yeah. Well, so, like, yeah, I wish it wasn't maybe big is Heat Waves that, like, blew them up because they have so many better songs off of that album specifically that I feel like should have gotten more attention. But, yeah, you know, appeal to the masses. That's how you do it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. For what it's worth, I, I'm trying to think, when did I... I really didn't know anything about Glass Animals until 2019, like, maybe early 2020 when I was living in Seattle. Our buddy Kyle... McNulty, if you're listening, shout out Kyle. <laughs> what up, Kyle? Uh, he was up? wearing a sweatshirt that just said Glass Animals on it. And I was like, oh, like, is that like a brand? Or And, he's and like, he no, said, it's oh, a band. Dylan. <laughs> and then he played Gooey for me because he's like, you've probably heard this song. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I think I've heard that in a commercial or something. Yeah. No, I haven't listened to them way too much. And then sure enough, like the next day, or like within that week, <clears throat> I was um, doing some, some door dashing and I drove right by uh like i don't know one of the smaller theaters in like the capitol hill hill neighborhood and there was a line like wrapped around the block and then sure enough you could see like performing tonight glass animals and i'm like uh, they're just the official yeah. band of seattle like kyle likes them and everyone in seattle <laughs> likes them and and then that was kind of like my intro to to knowing of them but i like, can't say i've just done way too much of a deep dive until having to now having to do it as homework to. yeah you're welcome yeah. I would say you should definitely see them in concert too. They're good. They remember- did a collab. They did a collab with our guy Denzel Curry, which was sick. Oh yeah, that they song. They brought, brought him out, out at, at outside, outside Lands. I lost oh. my shit. Jinx. I also lost Jinx. my shit because I saw it like on their Instagram. They were like, "Oh, we've got a special guest at Outside Lands," and I was like, "It's Denzel Curry. It has to be Denzel Curry." And all my friends were like, "They wouldn't do that. This isn't Coachella." And I'm like, "Just you wait." And then came out. And then I pissed my little pants. We tried to meet up, and board. that didn't work. <laughs> we tried so many times that week. <laughs> Bummer. So, why did you? Why this album? Why How to Be a Human why? Being? What was? What makes it a special album for you? Um, second studio album. Yeah, their second one. I think this, this came out. This guy read Wikipedia. S- yeah, he did. This guy read Wikipedia. Twenty <laughs> sixteen. This guy has the internet. Twenty sixteen, correct? Yeah. Um, I remember listening to it. I think like winter quarter of sophomore year of college. And I remember the first time I listened to The Other Side of Paradise and I was like, this is what, this is it. This is, this is the gospel. <laughs> this is the gospel. It's still one of their greatest songs, I think. I think it's the best song they've ever made. It's one of my favorite songs of all time, I think. Getting, yeah, getting I think it was that year on my rap. I think that was probably one of my top five songs. If I had, I didn't have Spotify at that point, but if I did, it for sure would have been potentially my number one, honestly. I think, oh, have you ever looked at, um, like, your Spotify stats, and it has, like, your most played songs of all time? No. I didn't know okay. that thing. I'll send you a link. I think oh, yeah. that song is, like, four on my list. <laughs> so, shows you how much I've listened to it. It's tough for me. I didn't, I didn't transition over to Spotify until, like, end of 2020, so. Were you an Apple Music guy? I was, yeah. Uh. Yeah, and I, I am now. Dylan I am I am an Apple Music guy now. After being in the Spotify, or no, I was in the SoundCloud Stone Ages. 
I was still in so. the YouTube to MP3 converter for a while. And <laughs> <laughs> like sort them in my iTunes and like download the album cover art so it wouldn't be blank. I've done that many yeah. a time, yeah. That How many like, times I have done that? I, I did that because I got yelled at for using LimeWire and getting a bunch of viruses on like our family computer. That'll do it. Yeah. So I was like, hack, use YouTube to MP3. YouTube to MP3 is a big friend of this podcast. Gotten a lot of our uh, copyright-free sounds from YouTube to MP3. You guys got to hit up Wolfpack yeah. to use that. Their song, Back Pocket. <sighs> Wolfpack. Wolfpack. I think I've showed you the song, Dylan. He has a song called Back Pocket, and I would love to use it as like an outro. I, I want to use the chorus as an outro to our episodes because it would be amazing, but it's one of his most popular songs, so... You never you know, maybe like, they're a listener. Yeah, you can license it <laughs> for a hundred grand a year. Something like it would that. be worth it though. <clears throat> oh, it would. Editing note right now. There was a dog that was just barking away <laughs> outside. I so listeners, if you heard I didn't that, even hear it. I didn't hear it. Oh. Well, if it picks up, chance that it picks up. Mm. Uh last night there were some uh last night when we got back from like a little company outing, <laughs> there were definitely some coyotes that you could hear like out on the golf course. But then also, that reminded me of this album when I was listening yesterday with my AirPods in as I'm cleaning out my car. Nice. The song Mama's Gun had this owl sound in it that kept on happening. And I remember I legit like paused the song, like pulled my my AirPods out and like looked around. I was like, there has to be an (laughs) owl here because like, like what, what is that doing in this song? So, uh, my, my glass animals, oh, glass animals, glass, glass owl for all I know. But, uh the 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 just like the random sounds in general like that's one thing that i really picked up on as a novice was this your first time listening to this album yeah i've seen the cover art before definitely i've seen the cover art well good good transition the cover art i didn't know this until yesterday but apparently each one of those characters on the cover art relates to each one of the songs on the album I wish you could see Jake's face right now. My mouth is a gape. I never knew that. There's, Holy fuck. That makes so much sense. So, oh my there's God. a basketball player yeah, on the album. Yep. And I remember one of the lines being like, You're gonna grow up to be Hakeem Olajuwon or something like that. Yeah. So like Oh, as I'm she pulls out, out her vinyl. I pull out my vinyl. This is like one of the first vinyls I got because I love this album so much. But yeah. Each Sorry. one of these characters relates to a song. Do you know which, which specifically is which? I think, well, they also doing the research on this, they all have their own websites that Dave Bailey, the leading man of this group, he created. And it was kind of like, it's kind of like a mood board where he just has like different images that relate to these characters. But I think, yeah, the basketball players, other side of paradise, the guy in the middle with the camera is Agnes. Woman in the walker is Mama's Gun. Who's pre-made sandwiches? Let's be real. I... (laughs) don't remember (laughs) the what was it like so i ended up watching some interview of them the two main uh, how how many people make up glass animals uh four two three four yeah okay so it's two guys in the interview that i watched i don't know who these guys are i thought they were the glass animals but (laughs) turns out two or four but they yeah they were like explaining how they were like recording a lot of conversations out in public, like as if to then use that for the album. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I read that too, where like each one of the songs was about their experiences in life and they kind of just like would take these people that they saw on the street and like create a backstory or a story for them. And like that's how each song was made, which is pretty cool. I also read a similar thing. So maybe it's true. I don't know. I feel like it's true. Could be. And I think hearing that, I actually like it made me more appreciative in a sense because early on, I remember like, like, I don't know, one of the early songs, like, s- there's some sort of line about, like, like living with my mom and, you know, whatever, like, not having a job. And I'm like, like, is this real? Like, you know, is this is this what they were going through? But it just seemed, like, way too, like, surface level. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay, like, that makes sense now. Like, I think their most vulnerable song was Agnes, which, like, Dave wrote for one of his childhood friends, I think. Which... It makes a good transition because Dreamland, which is their latest release, was all autobiographical. So, like, having those two albums transition into each other is pretty cool. I never knew that. Yeah. What a fun one. He said that is the saddest song he'll ever write. Agnes? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Great closer, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah. I want to, Dylan, what was, your, uh, what was your overall impression of the album? Since you're the you're the one who had, who's listening to it on Virgin Ears, yeah, Virgin Ears, facts. <laughs> and I'm not uh, talking about the album. <laughs> I, <laughs> this is why you guys don't have a lot of girls on your podcast. <laughs> virgin, it's it's because Dylan's a virgin. I know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll wear it. Uh, is- I'll say it's funny because like it said how much. I mentioned earlier, like Kyle, our friend Kyle, being the one that introduced me to like ever hearing any glass animals, and or like even like knowing of them. Uh, it's funny how like I was listening to this, and I'm just like, All right, where does Kyle, like almost using Kyle as my like that is just their average fan, you know, like the average glass animals fan is Kyle. Like, who is it that listens to this music? Because like, granted, I typically listen to a lot of rap, hip hop. I don't know if I like listen to much like alternative. It's going to be more like, I don't know, older rock for, yeah. You're just a classic well, guy. Just a classic guy. But this was much more like new wave. And I was noticing like different, uh, influences, uh, like similarities. Let me think. Who did you notice? I noticed. So their first song life itself, I jotted down like, or maybe it was, this is just like dumb brain me xylophone like right at the start i'm like all right oh. this kind of reminds me of the opening to uh like saturation two brockhampton they have like this little like soundtrack that starts off with like a little xylophone or whatever the, uh, or no 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 a harp a harp oh gotta yeah know your, yeah gotta know your instruments but well to be fair they're very similar Harp and what's that? Xylophone is. Xylophones, they're not. Yeah, playing, like music both, as a kid. Both, both, pretty much the same. Uh, no, yeah, okay, no. Yeah. yeah, I'm kidding. Jeez, can't pick up on fucking sarcasm. <laughs> Most of what Jake says is sarcasm, so I've I don't know when he's joking. <laughs> it I'm, makes it hard for me to make real relationships with people. I'm guilty of doing the same There's thing, also but sarcasm. I think because I was like scrambling and like looking at notes and trying to figure something out, I like, couldn't could not like make make light of like what was happening in front of me. But mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I think overall, like just the, the, the vibe that I got, it reminded me of like a very, uh, like early in college, everything is like fun and like, you don't have a care in the world. That's just kind of the, the sound, the overall sound. I know I jotted down, uh, yeah, youth stock, good vibes for a movie, like, like almost like a stock <laughs> song that you would like, uh, what is it in, uh, 22 jump street, uh, Channing Tatum's character is like having the time of his life at a frat house. And then Jonah Hill's character is having the time of his life. Like, you know, learning about, uh, the captain's daughter and, you know, being on his date with her. Mm-hmm. And they're just like enjoying college. I'm like, yeah, that's what this album is. This I think that's why I picked that. this album. It's because it has so many because of the memories of attached Jump to it. Street. Yeah, yeah, because of same. 22 Jump Street. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say, like, to Dylan's point, like, Take a Slice kind of reminds me of that frat party scene. Frat party. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fair. It's, it's a very horny song. I read, I read a, a little blurb about... Um, what they were saying about this song itself. And he was like, it's like just about like lust and just, you know, horny, but I'm concerned what that says about me. If that's my favorite one, <laughs> it's a great song. <laughs> I think it's a great song. Girl boss. You go girl. Thanks Don. <laughs> yeah. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. To give my little, my little two cents about it. Although yeah, this is, one of my favorite albums, just period. Um, again, it's just a common thing that happens with these albums, especially ones that I know and ones that I know well. I've never taken such a deep look at it before. So it's always a really cool experience to hear these songs that, you know, especially this album, like I know it front to back very well, and but I've never really paid attention to it or just sat down and been like, all right, I'm going to focus on everything that's happening right now. And... Same thing uh, that was said before. It just feels like someone growing up trying to figure life out and just how cruel and beautiful it can be and the ups and downs that you see the people and the songs go through. Some of them, like, it's going from super high highs to them being crushed. Other people just never really being happy in the first place. And that's just how shit is sometimes. Um and I really loved hearing that, Sabrina, the point you made, and I think Dylan, you said about it too, that these, a lot of the songs were inspired by stories that they had been told by people. So I thought that was really cool. And now knowing the thing about the cover makes sense. That's a really cool little factoid. Yeah, um, I didn't know that factoid. until recently. Yeah. That I, they did that. And it was no pretty cool. I would, yeah. you guys should definitely check out the links of like the Wait, characters. Do you, have, do you have that album cover in front of you right now again? Do you I have like, it. Oh. We're gonna. I want to count it out. I just want to make sure. There's it's 11 characters 11 for 11 songs. I think two of them relate to the same song. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Exactly 11. Wow. Which is pretty cool because I never really thought about the album cover before. I tend to not really think about album covers and how they relate <laughs> to the album, but it's cool to you know see where that derives from i always just assumed it was like this is a ton of different people from a ton of different walks of life yeah and so that's why it's like the album how to be a human being it's just these are all different people maybe there isn't a way to tell someone how to be a human being you know it's crazy this is what all of our fans look like one of them could be sabrina one of them could be tom (laughs) yeah what are what are some of your favorite songs sabrina if you had to if i had to bring um 
Okay, yeah, like I said. Go 11. <laughs> <laughs> Ranking. Coming in at uh, number 11. Go. Number uh, – are we counting pre-made pre <laughs> That should be the last one. <laughs> it's an interlude. That, I, I don't even think that one's on the vinyl. It's like, really? like 30 seconds long. I think, yeah, no, it's like an interlude. But, yeah, we're coming in at number 11. Probably that one. <laughs> You don't have to rank um, out the songs, actually. I'm not going to do that because okay, I don't remember. <laughs> um, probably the first one, yeah, like we said earlier, The Other Side of Paradise. If mm-hmm. I could re-listen to a handful of songs for the first time again, that would be in there. Definitely. Um, Samesies. Let me think what else. Poplar Street. Great banger. I think least favorite is probably Kane Sugar. Yep. What? No, okay, I'm not saying it's a bad no, song, no, 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 but it's no, not I, like what I like tend to put on playlists or reach for. I was only I was only saying that because I was thinking like, all right, yeah, we got your favorites. But like everyone everyone always loves hearing like the least favorites because if it just doesn't align with them, then it's like, fuck this person, what the hell? And then if it, is that your favorite? It, no, no, it's oh. not. I, my notes for that were wanted a bigger a bigger drop, like because there's kind of like it builds up towards the end of the song, and like there's just like you feel like there's this drop coming, and then. I mean, there is one. It's just not. Yeah, just like I wanted something like a little bit more like hard hitting, and I put like song with Denzel Curry because <laughs> that's what I'm like referencing. I was like like expecting, you know, fucking Tokyo drifting. Tokyo drifting was <laughs> a little too good for its own being. <laughs> yeah, Dylan, what were some of your favorites? And then least um, favorite. I'm gonna say favorites and least favorite. Uh, I'll go some of the favorites. Other side of paradise. Good. Yes. Uh, Life itself. Nice. Um, what did I put? Uh, those, I'd say those top two youth, maybe on like top four, not four, it would be three then in that case. <laughs> um, yeah, those were probably like the big three for me. Like other songs, like Pork Soda, I remember like kind of enjoying, but then I'm like listening to it. And I'm like, all right, pineapples in my head. You know, like just like, like there's got to be more to this. Like I just don't, don't know what this is. No, just pineapples. No, it's just pineapples pineapples in my head that um, is the one song oh. they use a prop for though what prop is that oh my god yeah, an, an actual a, pineapple. A fucking pineapple i i think that at outside lands when they did it he was like i can't legally throw this out into the stage anymore but season two episode three a line that i jotted down that just made me laugh was uh my girl eats mayonnaise <laughs> just hearing because then i think you know out of a jar or something gets added out of jar out of a jar while she's getting blazed yeah yeah my girl eats mayonnaise that just had me dying yeah so do you have a least favorite uh least favorite um well yeah we already talked about pre-made sandwiches and i actually kind of like enjoyed it just because <laughs> Like, it's just, you know, 30 seconds of just, like, standing in line, da, 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 da. you know, like almost, I don't know. It was just very, uh, you know, out there, but whatever. I feel like it serves its purpose. Um, I just, like, didn't really jot anything down for Take a Slice or Agnes. What? Is, like, <laughs> One of the biggest songs they've ever written. Interesting, Dylan. What, Interesting. With a lat, Agnes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I saw, I saw somewhere, uh, like, in reading some other reviews of just like, what do people have to say? And then one of the things that was like, I remember seeing like anything that was like 85% or above on like Metacritic or whatever it was. Uh, someone that was like, Agnes, like you hear that and you just can't help, but like keep on coming back. 
And maybe it was just the fact that I didn't feel that way. I was like, oh, like, it's like a nice little send off, but like I liked life itself like earlier on. I liked the other side of paradise more, but, um, the other thing listening to, I got to stop doing this. Although I did it after the first listen was watching, uh, like a Fantana review <laughs> in which <laughs> yeah, what granted I meant to look up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we lose Sabrina? <laughs> She's like, Fantana? <laughs> I'm out. Fantana? Oh, we did lose her. Maybe her computer died. Uh-oh. Well, now we just get to fill time. How you doing? How do you think this is going? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Sabrina, chime in. We'll see. <laughs> she can't. Hopefully this doesn't go on for too long. And, well, I don't want to say anything too hard-hitting, yeah. but... Hold, uh, let's, get to let's hold the album talk until she gets back. What she just texted? Oh, okay. Wait, IDK. What happened? Bummer. Hopefully she's still recording. All right. Tell her. Maybe. Don't stop recording. Can we add people to the call? I can ring her. I'm ringing her. See if this works. This huge. It's funny because I. There we go. Oh, Thanks. And you didn't stop recording, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought. Jake, when you said I'm ringing her, I was like, I can't, I was listening to a podcast recently and they were doing like a live call, like trying to call someone and see if they pick up. And I'm like, Ooh, this is fucking like electric, like just like the suspense and the person didn't pick up, but like, dun, 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 dun. I was going to call like you back. Into that. Yeah. I was going to call you back. And then I realized Jake is using his other computer. No, I, well, I was a, I guess I should have just started the FaceTime from our like group text because then you could have just like rejoined, but you know, oh, it's yeah. all good. Anyways, Sorry for that slight interruption a bit rude but we will soldier on i didn't mean to so fantano gave it a six out of ten which mm-hmm. granted there's a lot of albums that i love and like that he gives a six out of ten yeah actually now that you mentioned fantano's review i guess i don't like it that much <laughs> but one of the things that he said that then i like when listening back again I was like oh i hear that now was he mentioned like poplar street sounding very uh, like reminiscent of like some like red hot chili peppers, almost like as if they had like taken it, f- like tried to like take their style. It? Yeah. Um, and then maybe it was, I don't know what song it was. I'm going to guess Agnes, because I think it was towards the end of his review. He was saying something about like, it was just very like overly critical, like as if, um, what was it? Like this song sounds like, being a teenager like with all your parents money and not having a care in the world and all this type of stuff da, 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 da. and like there's other people out there but it, which i thought was like now now knowing what i know about the album kind of tone deaf because it's like all right well these are just like random stories from like like these are different characters right so like that could be a character and be appreciative as opposed to like like wow, how could they make this song and like not realize that people suffer? You know, like <laughs> which is like, like that's kind of funny the, though because a lot of the album I, feels like it's about suffering. Yeah, like I when you brought up pork soda earlier and the pineapples in my head, it was because I think I read that it was because they were walking, they were crossing a street, and like some homeless man was saying that out loud and just like kept repeating it over and over. They, and so yeah, that, maybe that's what they. There's definitely like a like a recording or something at the start of that song, like yeah, the voice the or pro- something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The production is that they made it sound like you were just walking outside or like walking in the streets, and like that was the background um, that was going on. So I thought that was a pretty cool tidbit. Tidbit. 
Real quick, a song that we all love, The Other Side of Paradise. How would you spell, if you were to spell, the sound effect of like the woo, Because <laughs> I, I, in my notes, I jotted down, like I just didn't know how to best. I was afraid that I was going to somehow forget what it sounded like and not be able to replicate it. And so like when I wrote down woof, I'm like, no, it's not a woof. It's not woof. It's like a woof. Maybe. Like, it sounds like there's like an R. Like woof. I feel like there's like a GR in there somewhere. Maybe like who, but with an F at the end. Oof. Isn't that just woof? No, that's woof. 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 I don't know. How would you spell it? Yeah, Dylan. Uh, well, I had woof and then slash woo, and I'm like, <laughs> and then I, I jotted down W-R-O-U. Woo. That, that's woo. it. Maybe, maybe Rue. Maybe no, that's pretty close. I think <laughs> we solved the mystery. Boom! <laughs> End of the episode. Great. Cut it there. We did it. My favorites. Yeah, Jake, your favorites. Uh, Other side of paradise. Just to say it again, and like I've said before, again again. my favorite song I've ever made. Uh, I remember when I first listened to this album. One, hearing life itself as the beginning, I was like. Uh oh, what's this gonna be? I'm excited. And then getting to the other side of paradise, I was just blown away and just probably just had a huge fucking smile on my face and was just giggling to myself. Do you remember where you were when you listened to this album? Um it came out August August twenty sixth, twenty sixteen. So I must have still been at home in San Diego somewhere. Listening to it like right off the bat as soon as it came out? Um, most likely. So if not that, like beginning of college or that beginning year. Um, but so yeah, other side of paradise. I love it. Um, take a slice. Just such a great song. I just, uh, yeah. Sabrina already said too. You like that song too, right? You were saying I do like that song, but apparently it's a horny song. (laughs) Okay. There is a slicky. People get horny. It's okay. It's natural. It's yeah. There is a line in the song that is, "I'm going to fuck my way through college." So. Well, it's well. Let's circle back to that, and then Agnes is my other like favorite song of the album. It's just fucking beautiful. Um, but coming back to take a slice, um, it was just meant to be. Yeah, like from what I read about it, this like lustful song, and then it's like this girl who's trying to pay for college with prostitution, but then accidentally like falls in love with someone that she's sleeping with. Um, is what they were talking about. Uh-oh. So crazy concept. We've all been there, you know, mm-hmm. back in my poor days. But it's before um, we met, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another song I want to talk about uh, was "Youth," because I had always loved this song. Um, this might be another one of my favorites too, but you know, listening to it closely now for the for this listen through, legit made me like tear up when I was listening to this song, um, and just everything that it's about. You know, losing a child and then thinking about everything that could have been, the things you never got to do. Um, but it was the lyric, "Fly, feel your mother at your side," and also "Funny friends that make you laugh." So. Like the fly, obviously, like having just died, and hopefully you can be at peace. 
um and funny friends that make you laugh just the thought of like tommy pr no not even that um but just because again this song is about like wishing that this kid was still here and could have had a life so it's just even something as simple as like i wish you could have had you know friends and had a good time with them and enjoyed your life with them and i was just like oh my god (laughs) and yeah it did it made me made me tear up a little listening to it okay what's your least favorite uh pork soda don't really care for it too much and it's not it's again it's not like there's not a song on this album that i like have any strong dislike for but just listening to it i'm just like eh, you know nothing to really say about it that song i kind of listen to more as like background filler back and yeah i don't really pay attention to the words in it really it's just kind of the general yeah well that's where you're wrong because jake does his fucking homework he gets those lyrics out (laughs) and he's reading them as he's listening um yeah i do but I've, I've always known that this song was one of my least favorites on the album just you know Before aside from freaking pre-made about. sandwiches and i i really i don't like pre-made sandwiches <laughs> as a little the uh, filler um interlude i just eh, i don't care for it but yeah pork soda eh. not could, about pre-made it. sandwiches could be like a good uh like m&m like standing in line <laughs> <laughs> Wait, protein. <laughs> um, and bu- 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 Agnes also is one that I wanted to talk about, just because similar to Youth. Uh, well, this one I always knew was like a sad song, but now having really dissected it, um, one I think it's an amazing close to the album. You know, it's yeah, this agree. album that had a lot of energy, a lot of ups and downs, a nice like fade out and like the chorus is you know very nice and um the writing structure on the to start the song off is maybe my favorite uh of the whole album it just and every song you know ends in like this um this like dead at sound um so let me let me pull this up stop and think a minute like that cigarette and so it's like this like cool like bub up that I just really like. It's very pleasing <laughs> to the ears, I think. And uh yeah, holy shit. It's just yeah, wishing, you know, you could have done more. It's this friend that he had who took her life. And um my the some of the lyrics for me that really drove it home. I want to hold you like you're mine, you're gone, but you're on my mind. I'm lost and I don't know why. And where went that cheeky friend of mine? Super sad. So this like person who Talks about having this like lovely smile and was, you know, when they weren't in their like darkness, was a very, you know, good, fun person to be around, but sadly just went to a place where they ended up taking their own life. Um, going back to the point that you made about the lyrics having that like da da ending, I kind of saw it as like a rhythmic heartbeat almost. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> You've blown my mind. Maybe I'm like Expand. reading way too much into the context of the song, but it'd be cool. I was like, that'd be pretty cool if that was the reason. <laughs> Just why. imagine like the the four members of Glass Animals listening to this and be like, Finally! she's giving way yes! too much credit. Because <laughs> I think too, yeah, like, that could be a good good idea. Like the end of the song, it almost has like a da da da. Maybe you're onto something. Hey, Bailey, if you're listening to this, copyright strike. Let me know. Reach out. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, this chick gets it. Get her some free tickets. 
the the interview that I had like watched with them, they were kind of talking about like because this was in 2016 around the time of releasing this, and they had made it sound like as if you know like they started making music but never even like thought about performing live. Like they were just like ah like that's something that comes with now having popular songs and like now we also have to like make these things and figure out how we're going to perform them etc. But I don't really know way too much about their background. I figured that's something that it's I. I do because <laughs> okay. I also looked it up in my research. I do. I, I think like they well, are British. The, yeah, they are yeah, British. Weirdly enough, well, two of them grew up in Texas. Well, and they were like born in America, which is like if you um, read some of their lyrics, they like reference Texas a lot in some of them. Mm. Actually, well, there was that there was album. that big abortion line in there, so yeah, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> They, two of them grew up there and then they moved to England and like they all met in school or something. But like all of them were, or one of them was studying to be a doctor or like a neuro something. Damn. And then dropped out and was like, I'm going to make music. <laughs> and his parents were like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, now you know, because uh, it's my super short show. Are there any, any songs that either of you wanted to talk about a little mm-hmm. more? No, I did have a good question, Jake, for you. Unless Sabrina, you wanted to add anything? Mm, no. She can't. No. Okay. She's... It's fine. Okay. <laughs> there was a proposal of doing... Yep. We're doing a it. A new Seggy. We're doing it. We're doing... Ready? We're okay. doing my idea. We're doing your idea, too. Okay. We're doing both of them. Sabrina, I'm so glad Dylan brought this up. Uh, yeah, you're going to be our guinea new pig. Seggy alert. You, okay. you are the first person to do wee, these. Wee, wee. So you're coming in here blind uh, without being able to... You know, potentially, well, for mine, potentially being able to study up and help yourself, but it's okay. You know, no worries about that. But what, what, Dylan, what do you think we should do first? Should we go with yours first? Mine go first, with yours yeah. first. Cause I think my, my laptop sense. is not like, okay, loading anything online. So I'm gonna have to use my phone. I feel like, um, I feel like yours is maybe a better one to do afterwards. All right. Sabrina, are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. This is called How Well Do You Know Your Album? Slash, are you a real fan or a fake fan? I don't know what we're going to call it yet. Um, so, I'm going to give you five questions. Five sets of lyrics from five different songs on the album. Okay. You, your goal is to tell me what song they're from. If you can get three out of five correct, you're a real fan. If you can't, I'm sad to say but you're a fake fan. Okay. All How right. much time do she I have for question? Um, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said she looks nervous. You should be. Um, Granted, how much time? Um, I don't know. How much time do you think we should do, Dylan? I haven't thought of a time element to this. 15 seconds. 15? Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it'll be a, a feel. We'll, uh, all right. No time yet, okay. but I'll, I'll, I'll give you a countdown if I feel like it's taking too long. Okay. First set of lyrics. Baby, but my body's intact in an ordinary fashion, and everything I tried to leave behind is still behind us. I'm not going to be very good at this game because I'll okay. have to like sing the entire song in order to. Figure I know, it out. and I'm not saying it in the way that it's in the song. Yeah. Feel free to sing I, if you need to sing. I, I already forgot like half of what you said. Baby, but my body's intact in an ordinary fashion, and everything I tried to leave behind is still behind us. Maybe I can listen to the song to get the beat down. 
I have no idea. You sure? Can you give me a hint? Like, is it at the end of the album or the? Uh, it's in the first half of the album. I feel like I know what it is, but it's going to take me way longer to figure it out. All right, maybe if I give I'm you, gonna... I'll, I'll sing it. Maybe a bit like it is in the song, baby. But my body's intact and in ordinary fashion. Oh, this is thank you. <laughs> Season two, episode three. True. Sadly, I'm not going to give you that one, though. But yeah, no, at least bad. you were able to identify it. So, Kudos, big ups. Not bad. You're putting me under a lot of pressure right now. I am nervous. You know, whether or not we actually give people the title of a real fan or a fake fan, maybe that's a little too harsh because this is a bit tough. All right. Number two. Bum, bum. Little voices, buzzing poison, backward noise, drown everything. Um, it's gonna be a very long segment. Do 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 do. That's your hint. That's my hint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, I'm gonna pull up the track list because I feel like now I'm forgetting it. <laughs> Oh yeah, you gotta have that. Up oh yeah, you. I did not have that. Up, My so bad. Feel feel free to have your track list in front of you. Yeah, I don't expect <laughs> or memorizing everything in the order. Will you say it again? Maybe I'll maybe I'll give a little bit of rhythm to it because maybe it is too hard. Little voices, buzzing poison, backward noise, drown everything. Uh, this is I'll go as flat as okay, possible. Yeah, no, this is yeah. But still having some rhythm to it. It, Little I would boy said that, that is more helpful for you to say it. All right, we'll do sort that. of a rhythmic. All right, you know what? Then the first okay. one, first one, I'll, first one will give. Then are we gonna? Okay, you got. Well, it. the answer to this one is Mama's Gun. I think correct. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let me. I'll pull up the next one. I'll refresh myself of the where it is. All right. And this one, I'm sh- I think you'll be able to get quickly. Um, Are you sure? You're giving, give you're everything me a lot of- to his new baby. I miss him. Don't you blame me. Um, pretty sure this is Other Side of Paradise. Correct. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding. Winner, winner. All right. Well, I mean, you're already looking like a real fan. Am I doing better? Yeah. All right. See, this is it. We're, 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 we're figuring out the kinks. Um, you know, first time. Thanks for thanks for bearing with us on this. So, um, okay. Sucking on a slim Vogue, dark fingernail polish. I'm Let's the treasure baby. Slice. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did the sucking on give it away? Yeah. Now that you <laughs> mentioned the theme of the song, it's very easy to identify. <laughs> uh, alrighty. Our final one. Let's see if you can get a clean sweep. All right. You see the sad in everything, a genius of love and loneliness. Is this Agnes? Correct. Holy shit, Sabrina. Once we figured out the formula. 
<laughs> you had me really nervous in the first half. I was like, this is yeah. a lot of I actually, I was a little nervous. So first of all, congratulations. You really are a true fan. Um, when I was writing these down, I was like, this this album is so like, their songs are so rhythmic in a way that it's maybe it might be too hard to like isolate the lyric itself. So yeah, we their lyrics also I feel like make no sense <laughs> to me half the time. <laughs> so it's very hard to like identify what part of it it is. Yeah, but hey, you did it. So round, you round of applause, it. round of applause, Dylan, 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 come on. All right, snaps from I got Dylan. My phone now because I... snaps from Dylan. Snaps from me. I got my phone out now because I'm going to refer to, do, do, do. since I'm an Apple Music guy, Glass Animals, if you were to just click on their profile. Ooh. So, I'm going to do the same. The, let's, see if, let's see if Spotify is different. But continue. So continue. four guys that look alike but different. <laughs> that is very accurate. That's very true, actually. They're, they're similar <laughs> but not the same. Somehow. Same man, different uh, bond. So if I look here at the recommended top songs, and the idea here is if someone is listening to this and is like, ah, yes, I reckon I might want to check out these glass animals. Uh, these glass they animals. Would then, these glass animals. They would then go to whatever app they use, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud maybe, and they're probably going to pick one of the top songs and just kind of start there. The songs that I have in front of me right now are Heat Waves, Gooey, The Other Side of Paradise, and then Youth is, well, there's Heat Waves fourth, but we'll just say uh, Youth because it's just, I don't know, it looks like album version of Heat Waves and single version both made the top four. So I have those four. three different versions of Heat Waves in the top five on Spotify. Yes. That is what pops up for me. Read them, read them out loud on Spotify. <laughs> what are they? The, fir- the first one is Heat Waves, the regular version. Then it's Heat Waves Slowed. Then the other side of paradise, then gooey, then heat waves with Ian Dior, which I didn't even realize I made a remix to that. So, would you say that these top songs, if someone were to listen to these, that they would be a like accurate representation of like the glass animals that you know and love? Mm, not on the Spotify version. No. No. Nerd. I feel like they have to have Black Mambo on there. Because I feel like that was one of the early songs I knew by them too. That was like playing on like uh-huh. all of the indie alternative radio stations. I think maybe not necessarily like are these the songs that you personally like by them, but and I like was, was Dylan was Dylan. You're you're coming through a little clippy to me. I don't know if it's happening to Supreme yeah, too. Maybe maybe a little uh, lost in translation. Um, but. Would these top songs that pop up on popular, do you think that's like a good enough representation of glass animals or like, so if someone who's never heard them before and they listen to them, cause you know, you have those bands where you're like the really popular songs don't really give you a feel for who they are entirely. Yeah. Like how good, how good of a job do you think the top five top, whatever does in terms of, I stand, I stand by my original statement. I think black Mambo should be on there. Um, I don't think Heat Wave should be on there three times. Like I said before, I don't think this is their best song on that album. Nor but, is it like really but, good. But, but to your point, I don't think it's a good representation of them. No. I feel like it isn't as production heavy as a majority of their stuff. Okay. 
And it's also kind of mis like if someone were to go there and see like, wow, like heat waves must be their only song because somehow it's on here three out of the five. Like, I feel like that would be kind of misleading. Yeah. And uh, it's also like, I remember, I remember seeing them like a couple years ago and that was the one song that everyone knew for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like that, I mean, they had a whole set list of other yeah. songs that I feel like are more. So what much more their speed, what you already said, uh, um, black mambo but what do you think are some other songs people should check out um it's kind of an underrated one but i think domestic bliss off of dreamland is really good um same with your love deja vu and then obviously tokyo drifting okay with my guy fuck yeah (laughs) with with good old denzel (laughs) with with denzel what would you put on there me yeah um i I would probably say it is it is one of their popular ones, but Tangerine, great, I think is a great song. Oh yeah. Um, I mainly listen to How to Be a Human Being for them, so I haven't listened to Dreamland in a bit, so I can't really pick out songs. But um, maybe yeah, it's it's a bit repetitive because we just spent the whole time talking about the album. But take a slice. <laughs> And youth definitely deserve a a listen. Agnes, obviously, I but I I, yeah. don't, I don't know if that's a, a more popular song of theirs that like everyone would know or whatever. Like, are we picking out of popularity here, or just no? Okay. I think well, the way this is is like one does the does the top most played songs. Do you think it does them justice, like the band itself or the the musician? And then, if not, maybe what should people check out? So, yeah, I don't think it has um, to do with popularity. Okay. I want to add their, like, early stuff, like, Pools or Coco Hooves should be on there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was, like, pretty representative of where they started. Yeah, because I think, like, when, when I thought about this idea with a lot of, like, rappers that I listen to, if I go to, like, listen to Flatbush Zombies, for example, on on apple music like it's not going to have any of their like mixtapes from you know before their first studio album on there and it's like that's a lot of the shit that i like a lot and so then it's like when i tell friends to go listen listen to flatbush zombies they're like "Uh, i don't know if i like this because it's like they only hear the most two recent albums or whatever it is and it's like ah but there's just so much more that you haven't heard and that they're just being like that's like being gatekept and so same thing i was listening to so I'm like Joey Badass and like looked at, you know, his little profile on Apple Music and I'm like, okay, like these are probably the most like popular songs of his like at a mainstream level. But then I don't know there's just like a lot of other stuff that has been on mixtapes that just like aren't available. Yeah. And so Dylan sent me a screenshot of Joey Badass's profile when he brought this idea up. And the number one song he has is a song that he did with XXX Tentacion. And like mm-hmm. that's probably the main reason why it's the number one because it has the most streams. And yeah. just seeing that, I was like, oh god, no, yeah, like. <laughs> and it's I would not have that guessed it was like love is only a feeling. Yeah, that and that like took off. I think on like TikTok, for example, like that's. I'm almost certain it, like love is only a feeling took off as a result of like some sort of like sound or. Oh, I thought it was the one that the song that they sampled from Men I Trust. Like, show me how. Uh, that yeah, that that's on the new album. Um, yeah, I think I'm trying to think of what that song is even called, but he uh, yeah, like the thing with the the XXX song is like 
I'm almost certain that one gained popularity during COVID because like the first line in the song is Joey saying something along the lines of like, like I catch all diseases that the world don't have no more diseases. And then people are like, LOL, like Joey was <laughs> capping when he said that. Cause like, how did we end up with COVID? <sighs> Sad when, when your favorite artist becomes popular for all the wrong reasons, <laughs> but not because of their music. Mm. All right. With this album, we have to put a bow on it. We have to give it a rating. Sabrina, are you aware? Have you listened and heard? Have you brainstormed as to what adjectives you would use to describe as your use as your score for this? Of this album? Yeah, how to be a human being. I'm sending I'm gonna send you the list of ratings right now, Sabrina. Oh, are we picking from this list? This is the existing list uh, that we have going. We like to keep a running tally of all the adjectives we thought of initially and people have added in the past. So you can pull from this list. Feel free. You can use brand new ones of your own. You're not limited. You know, the world is your oyster. So if you had to pick any combination of these words you want or any combination of brand new adjectives, how are you rating this album? Sorry, I'm still reading. It's all good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I forgot to... For those of you at home that don't actually have this list in front of you, um, the words we have are as follows. Bump, slaps, bangs, goes hard, groovy, tight, the shit, lit, vibes, euphoric, smooth, rocks, classic, slick, lovely, dreamy, ethereal. We had bad adjectives in the past, ethereal. but I'm going to stop <laughs> listing them because people aren't going to pick terrible adjectives. <laughs> I think... I think with the first couple songs on the album, definitely slaps, bangers. No, it's not really an adjective, but those first two. But then as the album goes on, I think it goes more into like euphoric and dreamy. Mm -hmm. Mm I love it. Thank you. Is he done? Someone's percolating. Dylan, Dylan. I'm I'm like, I'm like trying to brainstorm here. I'm going. I was like, not free floating. Cause I remember when I first started listening, uh, I was going for a walk and was like, I feel like I was kind of floating for a split second. So I'm going to go, uh, we're going to go like f- free dreams, free and dreamy, free and dreamy. There we go. Free, free and dreamy. Free dreams is too like, I like free it. and dreamy. Cause euphoric is like euphoric and what, what's the one that Blake had come up with? Oh, ethereal. Ethereal. (laughs) No, I wouldn't say this album is ethereal. I feel like. Well, yeah, because of pre-made sandwiches, it's like. Yeah, that really did it. (laughs) Just hits you in the face. (laughs) But yeah, free and dreamy. I'm I'm rocking with that. I am also gonna lean on dreamy. I want a a dreamy banger. So you also said banger too. I like it. I like. I think that does it. Well, for me, just because, yeah, there's a lot of the, you know, there's a super up high energy songs. Then there's also some like lower points too that are a bit more, you know. Maybe that was their inspo for calling their next album Dreamland. Maybe. Maybe. This episode. Just like the heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. So much. They're, always, they're always on their feet. Nothing gets by Sabrina. No, I'm I'm convinced of this theory now. I think it's true. It's got to be. Well, then, 
Look at us Brings now. Brings us to a close. Look how far we've come. Mm-hmm. We we made we made new friends. We conquered new uh, musical endeavors, and we came through it better people because of it. So. Tried a new segment out. Tried two new segments out. Figured out two how to do segments. them. Yeah. Figured out how to do it in a way that wasn't incredibly unfair <laughs> to the person <laughs> coming on. But you know, you learn from your mistakes, and that's all, man. Thanks, thanks for coming on, Sabrina. I thought you're, you're for having yeah, me, a great guest. You came through with such a great album. I was so excited when this was the one you picked. Um, you don't like my first. Have we ever? Uh, yeah. yeah, have we ever she done that before? The Arctic we... Monkeys' most recent album, and I thought you were serious, and I was respecting your choice. So I was just like, "Great, love it." Jake just texted back, "Okay." <laughs> what were the other two? You had a list of three. I don't know if we've done this in the past, where it's like we've unveiled like what people were, you know, oh, what it could have been. choosing between. Yeah, yeah. it was um, uh... my my other picks were Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. Uh-huh. Um, didn't pick that because I feel like so many people have covered that so many times, but that, that album is like very nostalgic to me. Um, and then the other one was the divine feminine by Mac Miller. Great album. Great album. Potentially doesn't Fancy get enough albums. love in terms of all of Chime this stuff. In. I think Chime in. Sound off. Yeah. So I, I was yeah, stoked with all three of those. To come back on. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a good She's one. Got two other good options. Yeah. So thank you again. We love having you. Mm-hmm. I can tell already another. this is a good one. So you should be proud. Like and subscribe. Yeah, you want to do you it? listen you to podcasts on. <laughs> oh, she has listened. She gets it. Like and subscribe. Leave a review. Five stars preferably. Tell your friends. I, love, I always love this line. The It really helps generate traffic to our show. It really helps I've us with the algorithm. Yeah. Share on social al- media. Yeah. LG. Put it out on blast to your friends, your family. Abuse the group chats that you're in. Send it to all of those. Whatever it takes. Post it on Be Real. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll get enough traction to use Back Pocket in their outro. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're getting the real there. goal. We're getting there one day. That's the goal. That is. And so with that, any last words? Follow Sabrina on IG. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram if you want to see my concert photo. <laughs> At Sabrina Poy. Cool. At Sabrina Poy. Cool. Well, All right. cool. as the sun goes down in Phoenix. Let's end this, maybe? Uh-huh. Sounds good. Right. See you guys in another six months for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Boy.